all the things that my mama told me. All the things my mama told me. Can you remember some of the things that your mom told you? I bet you um, carried around with you each and every day. And sometimes I bet you don't even think about it. Don't even realize that your mom is still something in you that actually influences the decisions you make to this day. And you think back and sometimes the kid in us comes out and we find ourselves being kids a lot more than we think. We don't even realize, you know. Yeah, we're paying the bills. We're going to work, clocking in. We're handling issues and maybe even raising kids of our own. But still, thinking about things that mama told us. Grandma used to be an interesting individual as well, right? Grandma had this way of doing things. She was like, you know, she would tell you things sometimes directly, but very seldomly. What grandma would do, she you know, give you a little kind of double speak and make you read between the lines. Now, why did she do that? Because sometimes what she had to say to you was not exactly the greatest news you needed to know. She might have known that your mate was fooling around. But she wasn't going to tell you. Just say a couple things, make you think. You know, Walter sure is keeping a lot of late nights at work. You know, I bet he making a lot of overtime. And you know that 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 income hadn't risen. And she's putting it out there. She tell you a lot of knowledgeable things. Tell you about your history and things of that nature, right? But mom, she always tell you the real. She get down to it. She don't sugarcoat it. She don't do that third person thing. She tell it to you just like it is. I remember uh, one time I uh, young, you know, I got my first one of my first jobs, and I gotta be honest with you, this was kind of a smelly job, but that's not why Mom did this though. It was just a thing that uh, where I came up at a period of time where you know the sofas, love seat couches. All had plastic on them, right? They were covered up in plastic. And that was just the way it was. And you would say, well, why would we even have sofas? Why would we have living room furniture? We can't sit on it. It was, it was just a strange thing. Don't even know why to this day why they did that. Because if they did, they'll still do it to this day. But for whatever reason, even though plastic was on it, it was hard for you, baby, to sit on that furniture. I remember we went to uh, that one of my uh, brothers on my dad's side, you know, had different moms, right? And his grandmother used to have his living room decked out, decked out, all his furniture covered up in plastic. But nobody could go into the living room. <laughs> it was off limits. And there was 
but that's the way it was, right? So getting back to this thing with my mom, right? I come on one day. And uh, I think I had um, maybe even just been out playing ball. I'm not sure. But I come on. Mom was like, uh, I was about to sit down. Or I might even sit down. And she was like, you know, uh, you sure? You, sh- you probably feel a lot better if you go on in there and take your shower. Clean yourself up. You know, bet you'll feel a lot better. And, you know, mom say something, you, you take it to heart, right? I took it to heart. Now, deep down in the back of my mind, I was thinking, too, though, she wanted me to get off her couch, you know, and smelling the way I may have been smelling, or just the mere thought of knowing I might have been sweating. But in the end, I went and did what she said, though. When it took that shower, put on some fresh clothes, and she said, I bet you'll feel better about yourself. So I come in, and you know what? I did feel better about myself. I did feel a lot better. And I came in the room, what did she say? You feel better, don't you? Yeah, Mom, I do. <laughs> always knowing, right? There's always two individuals, two entities on this earth that always has the answers. And even though she may question the answers herself, that is always going to be mom and God. Always can count on anything they tell you. Never fails. She's only going to tell you something that she knows is going to work. And if she thinks it's any possibility, she'll tell you. She'll tell you. I'm not sure. But I think you ought to give it a try. I think you ought to give it a try. And most of the time when she says, I think you ought to give it a try, she know that'll work too. She know it. She know it. But she don't. She know if she try to tell you to do it, you might not do it. Smart, right? I mean, smart. Mom teach you how to cook, you know, taught me. Now, keep in mind, you know, most of the time, a lot of the time, your cooking lessons from mom are passed down to the, you know, the girls of the family, you know, ladies, whatnot, young ladies, whatnot. But the thing about her, mom, she caught me cooking one time, you know, I'd already been out on my own and everything. I'm in the kitchen cooking me up some stuff. Now keep in mind, now this is this this is me just cooking. But she caught me doing some wrong things. So okay, first of all, and did you know? <laughs> you can be like, yeah, I knew that. But did you know that you have to, you know, warm up grease, oil in the pan, and let it get hot? Before you put in whatever type of food item you want to fry. Did you know that? <laughs> so, I know it now too. So, I'm in the know, right? So, uh-huh, she was putting that knowledge down. Putting that knowledge down. Just like you're going to boil something, right? You know, normally you want to put it in there. Nah, oh, get that water out first. Get that water out first. Then, you know, start from there. Putting that knowledge down, right? So, I always learn from mom. What things did she actually tell?
today? I bet you know. I bet you can think of a series of things, right? I bet even the way that you deal with the boss in your job has something to do with what mom told you. Stand up for yourself. Let them know. Not, not like that. She didn't say it like that. You know why? I know she didn't say it like that because mom don't want you to, you know, stick your chest out. She always teaches things with a purpose. But she will say, you know, don't just stand for anything. Stand for something. And she said in many different formats, many different ways. She tells you, teach you to go after your dreams. You know? She tells you, I believe in you. You can do it. She tells you, I'm proud of you. She tells you, hey, just so you know, I love you. And sometimes there are mothers who don't have that ability, right? They don't have that in them. It's not their background, you know? They might say, well, what kind of moms don't have that background? Well, I'll give you a side story, right? I've known mothers that, you know, had more of a street background. And what that means is, you know, they raised, had to grow up early, grow up young, and they had to learn, you know, street rules, street vibes, all these different things because that's just the area or the scenario that they were raised in. So sometimes when you have that background, you can't allow yourself to get caught up in emotions and, you know, it's called being soft. So, you know, it transfers over even into motherhood. And what they'll do, instead of telling you they love you, they'll just show you little things, do little things, and that's their way of saying, I love you, you know? I'm going to tell you how this affected me. Scenario similar to that. So I found myself, all of a sudden, I was always showing my woman, you know, women of my life, how much I cared about them, or, you know, even loved them through action. And I wasn't really big on always saying it. And, you know, it comes down, come back to that type of, you know, background, type of, you know, how you're, you're, things you were born into. And so, it wasn't until recently that I, uh, I gained the knowledge and, you know, educated myself on getting more verbal. Getting more verbal and saying it, you know, and making it loud and proud and letting her know emphatically in front of the world. Hey, I love you. I love you. Telling kids, hey, I believe in you. You can do it. You can do it. Adamant about it, right? Adamant about it. And want them, you know, make up for some of that ground and things that you might didn't experience in abundance. Because, see, my dad, ironically, my dad had that street background scenario as well. And uh, so... Just like I was talking, give me the example of some, someone having that. My dad had that. And so, it took a lot of work. I worked on my dad all of my life to get him in 
into that love thing. I say I love you thing. And towards the end of his life, he finally gave in. <laughs> you know what I mean? He finally gave in. I love you. Oh, it wasn't easy for him. It wasn't easy for him. But you know what? After he said it, he realized he felt a lot better. The things mom tell you, though, that's what we're talking about today. Things that mom passed down to you. Things that carry over. You know, I talk to a lot, a lot of, you know, people that have been following me, you know, on social media, people that really love the imperfect now. And a lot of men lost their parents. And there are various ages, you know, 40s, 30s, 20s, you know, 60s. And they're still feeling it. They're still feeling it. And I've met, you know, several of them that were lost because mom was no longer around. And that's a hard pill. That's a hard one. That's a hard one, you know. And I had to come back and become the imperfect man and say something very clever to make them realize, you know, that mom is in you. She lives forever. And go describe different ways to let them know. And let them know mom proud of them. She proud of you. For you to have gotten as far as you have gotten up to this point, how can she not be proud of you? Take a lot of weight off their shoulders, right? You know? But that void, that void, and I want to fill it with the knowledge what mom told you. All the things she told you can fill that void. So you don't have to feel the way you feel anymore. And anytime you're lost, you don't have to be lost. For two reasons. Because of the things that mom taught you. But more importantly, because you are a part of your mom. And anything she would have told you of what to do is already in you. And all the only thing you have to do is access it. Access it. And then you'll be honoring mom and guiding your way through life at the same time. Things that mom told us. It's never fleeting. Never leaves us. Always a part of us each and every day. And it's thick. Thick in the air. Always. I always remember there's two beings in this world that always knows everything. Mom and God. And anytime you think that, you know, mom is gone, you know, she's passed on, anything like that, she's riding with God. So, she's can never be gone, right? Can never be gone. If anything, now you have two powerhouses guiding you from the heavens. Wow, right? Wow. This is the imperfect myth, and this is the nobody show. <laughs>